Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Lynn S., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater in Toronto, Canada. Today is Thursday, April the 20th, 2023, and we are continuing our study of the big book. We're in the chapter Into Action. On page 76, the second paragraph, when ready, we say something like this, and we're reading and sharing on that one paragraph only. Today's readers are the 12 Steps, Janice S., the 12 Traditions, Deborah M., and readers of the text, Katie G., and Martha Z. The share ID for yesterday, Wednesday, April the 19th, the 7 a.m. meeting is 20177, and the 10 a.m. meeting, 20178. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to keep the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Janice S. to read the 12 steps. Good morning, Janice. Good morning. This is Janice S. And these are the 12 steps. Number one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Number two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Number three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Number four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Number five, admitted to God to ourselves and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Number six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Number seven, humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings. Number eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and began willing to become amends and became willing to make amends to them all. Number nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Number 10, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And number 12, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, We tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for allowing me to serve. Thank you, Janice M. 
And Deborah, sorry, Janice S. And Deborah M. will read the 12 traditions. Welcome, Deborah. Good morning. Deborah M., recovering in Baltimore. The 12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop compulsively overeating. Four, each group should be autonomous, except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry the message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10. Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you. Thank you, Deborah M. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today we resume our study of the big book. We're in the chapter Into Action on page 76, the second paragraph. When ready, we say something like this. Reading and sharing on one paragraph only. Katie G., could you read for us, please? Happy to, Lynn. Good morning, everyone. Lynn, thanks for your service. Katie G. Recovered Compulsive Eater in Boston. When ready, we say something like this. My creator, 
I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. We have then completed step seven. Let me get my timer. So, um, you know, it's funny. I, I think that I'm more and more finding that the most important words in this book are usefulness and helpfulness. I actually, I'm speaking of character defects. I'm, I'm very egocentric and um, I've been praying the sick man's prayer and I missed the part that says, how can I be helpful? Even though in other areas of my, my recovery, I'm always like, how can I be helpful? I totally miss that. So don't miss this. Um, and, you know, my creator. So who is my creator? I noticed that it's not, I noticed that it's not God, right? It's my creator, the creator of me, all my goodness. So my, um, the loving, compassion, generous, surrendered person that I can be with God and all of my struggles, my dishonesty, my envy and jealousy, my judgment, my anger, resentment, pride, ego and control. And I have to say that for a very long time, I really kind of breezed over six and seven. I was like, oh, well, there's short paragraphs in the book, so they must be short, short things. I used them all the time. And if you really want a good study, um, the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous has tremendous work. Um, and thank God for the woman who took me um, through the step six and seven after my exercise bulimia. She really helped me identify and get very clear. What are my character defects? And I have a disease of vagueness. I don't like to name things. I like to be like, oh, well, character defects, selfish, self-centered, dishonest, and afraid. But what I find is, and I want to bring our attention um, to step 10, what I find is like if I am in a resentment and I'm doing what I call the turnaround, so I look at where am I selfish, self-centered, dishonest, and afraid, I then need to go further, right, and ask myself, okay, so what character defects are coming up? And recently, of course, it's inflexibility and intolerance because those are where God wants me to grow. And so it's like, okay, so what would flexibility look like? What would tolerance look like? What would it mean if the schedule didn't have to go to my script? What would it mean if not everybody had to live according to my um, my whatever? And, you know, it's funny too because I never used to understand when people would say, oh, you know, God can use your character defects. Like I want God to remove everything that makes me uncomfortable. And, um, and yet he uses us. And one of the ways I think he's used me is on this line. You know, for a long time, I, I was very egotistical. And maybe you think I am too, and you're probably right. But um, I was very loud and very demanding. And yet people called me and, you know, some of people were offended and some people learned something. So who am I, right? Like I need to surrender everything that is good, everything that is bad, and God's going to use it. But, and I'll wrap with this one, I cannot use that as an excuse to continue my character defects. I must commit every day to work with God on the opposite of my character defects. Otherwise, for me, eating is going to be a step up. So thanks for listening, everyone. I can't wait to hear what you have to share. God bless. Thank you, Katie G. The line is now open for sharing on what we just read. Although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your share to every third day so that others may share their experience too. 
So if you shared Tuesday or Wednesday, please step back and let others have their turn. And please say your name just once. It does help me hear everybody. Who would like to share? Jackie B. M. I heard Jackie B. Who was the other name, please? Edini M. Bonita L. Shanna C. Okay, so far I have Jackie B, Irini M, Vanita L, and Shanna C. Is there anyone else? Okay, let's go with that lineup. Jackie B, it's your turn, followed by Irene M. Good morning, Jackie. Good morning. Hi, this is Jackie B from the Bronx. Thank you so much, everyone, for your service and for being here for me and for everyone else. Um, for me, it is uh, important for me to be aware of my defects of character because and share it. Because if I don't, then I live in my head. And then once I live in my head, what happens is I start to edge out God in my, my concept of God. Um, I'll give you a perfect example. With my husband being ill on and off and having a heart attack uh, about three weeks ago and the upcoming uh, knee um, replacement in June, you know, I have all these, you know, things going on in my head. And I noticed the one big thing is my husband, who's an avid reader, all of a sudden cognitively can't recall words. And that's worrying me. And I realized that my, what my worry is. And this is scary to admit this, but I'm worried that what if my husband can't cognitively take care of himself? Am I going to have to now take care of someone who can't remember things? I mean, besides a normal, can't remember things of being married 26 years. And that is a, you know, and I worry about telling people that because they're going to say, what a terrible wife you are. How could you say you love somebody if you can't be unconditional? Well, you know what? I have to admit it. I have to admit that, you know what? I'm selfish in that way. I want the doctors to tell me what's going on. Not because of the benefit of my husband, but because of the fear that Jackie's going to have to take care of me and they can't remember things. And that's what's important. Because, you know what, when I do that, then I admit that I have these fears, that I have these insecurities, and that I have to use my program and to share with others. Because these are the things that made me eat. These are the things that made me not want to work a program or be available to other people. So what I do is I share it with other people, and then I say, how are you doing? What's going on? How can I be of service to you? Because the more I do of service to other people and not focus on all these fears and anxieties that I have no control over whatsoever, I am there and present for other people. And there, for some reason, keeps me away from my food, keeps me away from me spending keeps away from me being cluttered. It keeps me away from all my addictions that 
I have no control over unless I work this program. So I hope this helps anyone out there who is afraid of what's in the closet. Because you know what? Get it out of the closet, work this program, and be of service. Thank you, and I pass. Thank you, Jackie B. Irene M., it's your turn, and followed by Vanita L. Welcome, Irene. Thank you, Lynn, for your service. Good morning, my spiritual brothers and sisters. My name is Irene M. from New York, and I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Thank you, God. Always giving credit where credit is due. So when ready, what does that mean, when ready? So we need to first understand what this prayer is saying in order to be ready. A prayer is speaking to God to either praise God, giving credit where credit is due, and to ask for something. So with this prayer, we are voicing and handing over our good and bad character to God. We're asking God to help to remove all of our character defects that was just discussed in step six. So we can be useful and be of service to God by being of service to others. And I love using the acronym ASK. So ASK, A and ASK is ASK and it shall be given. S and ASK, seek and you shall find. And K and ASK, knock and doors shall open. That's how powerful ASK is. And it's said in so many ways. So we ask God for strength and guidance and to hold tightly onto his hand. We take this prayer with humility on our knees and we say it with our sponsors, with our sponsees. And sometimes I suggest to write your own prayer and use this prayer as a guide to really connect to it and really comprehend it so we can manifest it. So we see that God can do for me what I cannot do for myself. It's thy will be done. It's been proven that I am unable to change based on self-will and self-knowledge. So it's surrendering on a deeper level. Take all of me, take, take, take all of me, good and bad, so that I won't be blocked from the light of the Spirit that would give me the power and the strength that I'm asking for in this prayer. So we always also end with a prayer with amen, which means a declaration. It's like signing a contract with God. It means so be it. We're sealing it. So be it. And once we comprehended the prayer with not just our minds, but with our hearts and our innermost being, then we have completed the seventh step, which doesn't take long at all. I thank you, and I pass. Thank you, Irene M. Vanita L., you're next, followed by Shanna C. Good morning, Vanita. Good morning, everybody. This is Benita L., a recovered compulsive overeater from Georgia. Yeah, recently working with a sponsor, I said, you know, I feel like I'm the weakest in six and seven. And I do the 10 steps. And I think there's obviously in doing the 10 steps, there's, um, you know, a willingness, hopefully, <laughs> to want to let go of the defects that get uncovered or 
the parts, my part of the issues or the ways that I, you know, am creating disharmony in situations. But I felt I needed to be more aware of that process. And so we've been doing more work on on six and seven. And it is as simple as just being a little more conscious about that. So I do an inventory and, um, you know, just saying the prayer, like, you know, really asking, am I really willing to give this up? Because they they keep arising more and more. <laughs> uh, the way my test is effects show up just keep coming and coming and coming. So just thinking, okay, am I really willing to give this up? And sometimes giving up those things are scary because they're the way that I've coped with the world for a long time. So then just once deciding that, then saying the seven-step prayer, I'm out in the woods walking, um, saying the seven-step prayer, and really surrendering um, those defects. And then trusting, you know, like I have to stay vigilant, obviously, for these defects. It's not a magical process. But um, I'm saying the prayer and letting it go and being open to letting higher power work in my life and to purify me and to help me to be of greater service to all of God's creation, human and non-human alike. Thank you. Thank you, Benita L. And next we have Shanna C. Welcome, Shanna. Good morning. This is Shanna C. from Tennessee. Um, Thank you so much, Lynn, for leading the meeting, and thank you, Katie, for uh, your lead. Um, One of the things that really comes to mind is just the simplicity of it. Simple doesn't always mean easy. Um, I know that when it, for step six and seven, it sort of happened for me and I can only share my experience. I love my ego loves to fancy myself as a teacher and this, whatever, I'm not a teacher. I'm a human being with a compulsive overeating problem. And I'm to left to my own devices. I'm selfish and self-centered and I want what I want and I'll eat myself to death. Um, I don't know anything more than I did when I started other than the fact that my, my real reliance must be on a power greater than myself or, or I'm doomed to self-destruction. It's just that simple. Um, and step six and seven, that kind of happens organically really for me in my experience after doing step five. And I see that just that, that left to my own devices. This is how I show up in my life. I'm a taker, bottom line. I, I'm incapable of thinking of anyone other than me. And if I'm thinking of you, I'm thinking of what I what I can get from you. And I need to change. And I'd really, in my heart of hearts, don't want to be that way, but I don't know how not to be that way. And so step six and seven is showing me that. I become painfully aware. You know, and I, I'm not one who can muster up enough willingness on my own power to give these things up. I can't. i got to ask the God of my understanding that I tapped into in step three enable me to be willing and then all of a sudden things start happening you know I get the grace to experience the pain of those defects of character as they come out and I'm like oh my god and not only do I see the ugliness of the defect I see my powerlessness over that defect and that happens organically when I'm I'm like ultimately that surrender happens because I truly am able to concede in my innermost self and I'm powerless over this defect of character insert you know fill in the blank 
And it's then that I get infused. I complete defeat over that defect. And I get infused with the power of God. And I experience that grace that despite the fact that I'm so defective, God can still use me. And I'm, I don't even know how he does. And it's not even all I got to do is show up. You know, I, I, do my, I do the daily things, you know. Unbelievable. And I thank God that I'm learning that I don't have to make this more complicated than what it is, that God brings to me the stuff that needs to be worked on in his timing. I don't have to come up with all this crap. God knows what I need to be free from. And it happens one day at a time. Thankful for the daily reprieve. Thankful for you guys for being here in this awesome program of action that is so much more simple than what I make it. And with God's power, I'm able to work it and stay abstinent today, a day at a time, a meal at a time. That's all I have. Thanks. Thank you, Shanice. For those of us who may have come on the line a little bit later this morning, we are continuing our study of the chapter Into Action. On page 76, the second paragraph, when ready, we say something like this. The line is now open for sharing on what we just read. Although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your share to every third day so that others may share their experience too. So if you shared Tuesday or Wednesday, please step back and let others have their turn. And please, say your name just once. It does help me hear everybody. Who would like to share? Rebecca T. T.C. Kim G. Pennsylvania. Jane M. in Toronto. Patty O, Florida. Becky G. Rebecca T. Pete B. Uh, Chris G. Jane M. Patty O. And Matthew G. So that's our lineup. And let's start with Rebecca T., please. Good morning, Lynn. Thank you so much for your service and everybody on the line today. My name is Rebecca T. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in North Carolina. And uh, so grateful to hear this paragraph. And um, one of the shares resonated with me and felt led to share. Um, I also have a husband who has a lot of heart issues um, as well. And I can really play in my character defects. And um, just super grateful to be on the path that I am on, that I was able to work through these steps and to find out some of the things that were, um, you know, actually um, bothering me about things because I can tend to be arrogant and irritated and, um, you know, as others mentioned, self-righteous and self-centered and, you know, it's all about me and what can I get out of it and you know, the other thing that I'm learning is that I have no power to remove any of it, whether it's good or bad. And I also had a, a issue with the good and bad part, um, you know, but uh, learning uh, in the program and the fellowship and speaking with others, you know, um, you know, they're just words, good or bad, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, my thought is from my upbringing is, oh, that's bad. It, you shouldn't do that. Or, oh, that's great. You should be that way. But higher power is going to utilize me however higher power sees fit. And um, today I get to be able to show up uh, and to be able to do that prayer when I have something disturbing me and, and identifying it and being willing to say, well, this is what I think it might be um, higher power. So I'm just asking you, you know, if it's, 
if it's not useful, you know, to please remove it um, and to show me, you know, what I can do to be helpful. So, um, you know, I just wanted to get on the line and claim my seat and I appreciate everybody who's on uh, the line today and I pass. Thank you, Rebecca T. Next we have Pete B, followed by Chris G. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. Thank you for taking the meeting. You're doing a great job. My name is Pete B. I'm a compulsive overeater, and I'm recovered today from, by God's grace and mercy, I'm in Pennsylvania. You know, I have to remember, I have a head that treats the misery and discomfort of my pants not fitting with eating a, a bowl of Ben & Jerry's ice cream. I, I treat my loneliness with isolation. I have a history and a mind that uses my problems as the solution and therefore only get worse, never better. Right? That's the head I have. That's the nature of the illness I have. And I can't, I can't start thinking that because I've worked these steps, I've, I've got a buddy that started guiding me through this process, that I now have the ability to distinguish what the creator wants and what the creator doesn't want. Right? This prayer, that, this petition that we're making is we're saying, God, take all of me, the good and the bad. I don't know what the creator finds in me to be objectionable or not objectionable, just like what Rebecca just said, right? The, I, can't, I can't say, okay, now I'm just going to act differently than I acted before because I don't know if that's what, what the creator wants. What I've come to learn and, uh, and observe in my experience is that, you know what, look, I'm going to ask for these things I think are objectionable. If they're still around, the creator must have some use for them. There just might be, there must have some use for them. They're still there. I, 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 this is what I thought is objectionable. I'm asking for it to be removed, yet it's still here. Maybe there's still some use to it. Right? I got to get out of the business of trying to play God, trying to play the higher power. I'm recovered today. I walk a free man by God's grace and mercy, right? I got to do the best I can in any given situation to be the best example of my God's love, my God's will, and my God's way of life in everything that I do. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks. Thank you, Pete B. Chris G., it's your turn, followed by Jane M. Welcome, Chris. I think you, um, I think it's Kim G. Um, so I'll be, okay, Kim G. I'm a recovering compulsive overeater from Pennsylvania. Thank you so much for this meeting today. Uh, when I looked at the paragraph, I loved grant me strength as I go out from here. And I think about that because every day we're at a different place. And we only have to think about today. One um, really good exercise that my sponsor helped me do in step seven is really dial down on the specific character defect and then look up the antonym or the opposite of that character defect. And so now when I pray, I um, 
ask God to show me how to be those opposite words, how to be receptive, how to be obedient, how to be responsible and cautious. And God just shows me little visions in my day with the people of who I love, how I should show up. And I take that for the day and I try to work on that. And I just, I thank, I thank God for him showing me the ways that I can be. Now I know that I have to be all of me and I still have lots of trouble, but it is such a um, peace of mind when I am in prayer and I can see that wonderful person showing up and, and I just have to show up for today and then I'll talk to God and he'll show me again what I want to try to be. And so I really, really love step seven. It might be a small step, but man, it's a powerful step, especially if you're just working on it and using it every day. Thank you. I'll pass. Thank you, Kim G. Jane M., it's your turn, followed by Patty O. Good morning, Jane. Good morning. My name is Jane Ann, and I am um, a compulsive overeater. I'm from Toronto, Ontario, and Canada. And um, yeah, in step seven, I, I, and I love what I've heard, but I often get very confused because I really think that I need to be in pain to have enough motivation to change, right? And so I need to see the fatality and futility of me living life this way in order to change. And when I pray with that in mind, how selfish and self-centered I have been and I am. Uh, because when I read the paragraph, it tells me that I'm asking God to remove these things so that I can be of usefulness. I can be of usefulness to God and my fellows. And I forgot, I didn't get that. I didn't get that for the first year of recovery. Like, and and uh, it was pointed out to me um, in the rooms and by really strong women in this fellowship that I'm, I'm still selfish when I'm praying. Remove this because it's hurting me. Remove this because my procrastination is really getting, you know, uh, in the way of my studies, <laughs> right? And what's being asked of me here is that, you know, if I walk into a room and you've lost more weight than me already and it, it triggers jealousy in me, how can I be useful to you? You know, and I, I was wrought with insecurities uh, and unworthiness that, uh, you know, certain men I couldn't be around because I felt smaller than, certain women I couldn't be around because I felt bigger than, and then all of a sudden I'm stumped at being useful. I get so caught in my head that I can't even talk, I'd be in a social situation to talk to you, to be of use to you. And these are the things that I've realized that I've had to get on my knees and ask God to remove because I have fit myself to be of maximum service to God and the people around me, and it's these types of things that get, get in my way. And so I just wanted to share that little thought this morning. God bless you. Thanks. And thank you, Jane M. Patty O, it's your turn, followed by Matthew G. Please go ahead, Patty. Hi, my name is Patty O. I'm a compulsive overeater, and I live in Florida. And um, I'm still very nervous to share uh, especially on the phone where I can't see your reaction to what I'm sharing. Um, but this is exactly where I am in my recovery. My sponsor and I, we, I did a very thorough fourth and fifth step. I held nothing back. And I feel like I'm an exposed nerve. Like just like when I first uh, step one, where I admitted I was powerless. I don't like that. 
I like to be in control. I, I say I am powerless over my character defects and my shortcomings, and this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. And how ridiculous is that statement? If I'm powerless, there's nothing I can do, and I don't like it. I was thinking in my quiet time today about it, an analogy that occurred to me is that it's like having a tumor. You go into a surgeon and the surgeon saying you have to have it removed. And my part in it is showing up for the surgery. But I want to get in there and tell the surgeon what to do. I want to remove the tumor. And I, I just, I don't like it. I don't like that, that I have no power over being selfish, self-centered. I so disapprove of those character defects that were exposed in my fourth and fifth step. And tough. That's, that's the bottom line. And I'm trying, no, I am trusting the process that I've done the fourth and fifth step. I've exposed those character defects. And now I, I have to trust the process that you're not going to leave me out here so exposed to these horrible feelings that I'm having about who I am. And um, anyway, I appreciate all your patience. Um, I almost have 90 days. I think Monday I'll have 90 days. And um, it's an amazing, and I'm so grateful that I have my sponsor and some support group that, that I can share these horrible things I think about myself without fear of, you know, She's going to block me from her phone. Um, anyway, thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Patio. And next we have Matthew G. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning. This is Matthew G. calling, um, well, normally from Paris, France, but I'm actually in the south of France right now with, um, in the country with very poor phone connection, so I hope I'm being heard. Um, very grateful for this meeting and everybody doing service and, and, and in particular vision for you and the, this big book study um, that has literally saved my life. And, and um, thanks to the big book, I am working the steps of Overeaters Anonymous, the big book way. I've had a spiritual awakening and I walk a free man today and I want to give it away. And I'm just so grateful, you know, over a year, gloriously abstinent, I've found God and it's just, I'm just truly grateful. And, and, and I love this prayer so much. The seven step prayer that the big book gives us is just so beautiful. And I, I, I do it often, you know, and when I do it, I try to remember to sort of do a little step six before I say it. I just don't say it remotely. I become, you know, and ready to have God have all of me good and bad all of me, good and bad. And, 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 and that, you know, that, that I'd be willing that, that, that he remove you know, every single character defect that stands in the way of his usefulness of, 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 of sorry, of my usefulness to, to, to God and to others. 
I don't know what what what's there may be some stuff in, that some of my character defects that are useful. In fact, there's a few I suspect that that maybe you know. Um, but I don't know. It's not for me to try to figure out. But um, so yeah, I just got to let that go. You know, trying to figure out what oh well, this is that. But be willing, absolutely willing to have them all removed. You know, um, um, and and in particular. The, <laughs> The selfishness, you know, which we never get rid of completely, but you know, just more is revealed. More is I, I learn more every day, and I and I, and I and I and I hope to remain humble and willing to continue to learn and grow in this this beautiful, beautiful uh, spiritual way of living, you know. And 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 through these twelve steps, I can I can hopefully, you know, learn to help others and 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 to best serve my God and others and 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 in gratitude. In gratitude, in gratitude, and, 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 and God knows that I'm very grateful. And love you all. And have a great day. Bye, Joe. Thank you, Matthew G. Uh, just a reminder of where we are. We are studying page 76, the second paragraph. When ready, we say something like this. So the line is now open for sharing on what we just read. And although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your share to every third day so that others may share their experience too. So if you shared on Tuesday or Wednesday, please step back and let others have their turn. And please say your name just once. It does help me hear everybody. Who would like to share? Mike I heard Mike. Katie F. Thank you. Anyone else? Okay, Mike, please go ahead and could you give us the initial of your last name? Sure, thank you very much for your service. Uh, Mike S. for Sam. Um, in the UK, so that's Eastern Time plus five. Um, yeah, grateful, recovered for today, one day at a time, compulsive overeater here. Um, yeah, uh, just happy to be participating in the meeting. I've been able to listen a lot over the last few weeks, but I've been very busy with my work life, and I'm just happy to sort of slow down a bit and be here, so uh, thankful for that today. Um, yeah, step seven, uh, humbly asked, asked God to remove my defects of character. Those that are, that stand in the way of my usefulness to God and to my fellows. And that's kind of really important for me to help me accept all parts of myself. Um, there are some defects of character, which can occasionally come in use. <laughs> um, you know, uh, that maybe help me persevere uh, with something. Um, and, and that can be useful to God and to my fellows. But anything that is unuseful, I need to ask and, and have the humility to see and to ask to be taken away. And, um, you know, I just, well, I just love the big book, obviously, being here at these meetings. And, um, and really more than anything, I just wanted to sort of share my gratitude today. Yeah. Um, I'm extremely tired, but, and I've had a very busy few weeks, but working, 
but being willing to look at my defects of character and be aware of them on a daily basis and on a daily basis ask God to remove them has really helped me so much I can see in the last few weeks helped me to you know give them away and to you know fit my real purpose which is to be of maximum service to God and to those around me and 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 I've I'm very thankful that I've been able to take that attitude of service into my work and it's really transformed how my work is because I'm no longer in my head as much and worried and fearful. Instead, I'm just wanting to be of service to people and accepting of their different demands on me, which can be quite a lot in this job I do, but, but actually that's where I can be of service. So I'm thankful to realize that today, to have that today and, uh, Long may it continue again today, one day at a time. So thanks to everyone for the service and really good to be here with you all. With that, I pass. Thank you, Micah. Katie F., it's your turn. Please go ahead. Good morning. This is Katie F. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Virginia. And um, this, as others have said, you know, this is a step that and a prayer that you think, you know, you just say once, but... I found after, you know, years of being abstinent that I still had lots of character defects. And a few years ago, I did a 12-step study, and I don't know where I got the idea, but um, I put my actual character defects that had come out in steps four and five and six, and I wrote them in. I wrote down the seven-step prayer, and I put those um, character defects in the prayer and I prayed that prayer, you know, many, 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 many times, um, day after day. And, and then as I go through the day, I see, you know, Oh, it's that character defect, you know? And as, um, someone else said, you know, well, maybe it's, it's supposed to still be there for some reason, but you know, there may be a, a version of that that should be there. That's helpful, but the negative parts of it, you know, I, I know that it's my part. I can see, you know, as was said, through t- using uh, the 10th step to see my part and where I am falling short and these character defects are no longer useful. And I only want to use <laughs> my character, the things in my life that God has given me, the positive sides, not the negative sides. And it can be very confusing. It's hard to be a perfectionist um, and see that as negative, you know, it's hard to be, um, you know, someone who really likes to be helpful and see that as controlling, you know, it's hard to be someone who, uh, just all the different things about my character defects that I can find something good about them. And it, you know, it's through this humbling process that God continues to refine and refine and refine. You know, it's not a once and done. It's not that we do these steps, we say, you know, these prayers one time, and then we we are done with that. Um, I have to keep doing them over and over again, and God keeps showing more and more how I can use uh, the way he made me in a positive way and then where I can hold back and not be, you know, so forceful or so whatever that can be very negative Um but I'm a work in progress every day with that I'll pass. Thank you, KDS. We have time for three or four more shares. Who would like that time? 
Sarah M. from Massachusetts. Anyone else? Carrie J. Margaret D. Georgia. All right, let's go ahead with that lineup. Dara M., Harry J., and Margaret D. Dara, please go ahead. Uh, yes, hello. Sarah M. from Massachusetts. May I be heard? Thank you. Uh, yeah, hello, everybody. I'm glad to be here today. Um, not really sure. I just felt like I need to share on this. Step six and seven, I feel, are so intricately linked. Um, you know, I, I feel like in step six, you know, where it talks about willingness, God gives us a free will. And we, you know, this, this, this is all about action. So I can either exercise my free will in a negative way, or I can choose to do it in a positive way. And I really feel that's the way I'm being led to, to go in the positive direction. So in the case of like a character defect, my, my dishonesty a very conflict avoidant, and I have been for years in my marriage. And uh, so, you know, I'm exercising the willingness to now turn that around and be honest. And that has been a huge change for me. Um, you know, I, I, you know, take that to a step 10. I see my dishonesty, and then I'm going to bring it back to, you know, asking God to remove that from me. And I really feel like as I'm exercising my free will to really bring honesty into my relationship, God comes in and he's the great healer in my relationship. And he um, is doing for me what I never thought possible. I mean, it has made such significant changes in my relationship by just exercising the willingness to be honest. And I don't feel like I'm doing it all on my own. I really feel like God is a massive part of it. Um, and what is happening is my tendency to be dishonest is diminishing greatly. It's, and and not that I always see my dishonesty. Sometimes I can be telling myself lies that I don't even identify. But when I know I'm being dishonest and, and, and I feel like convicted and I go back and I make amends and I do the right action, it is amazing what the outcome is. It's always different than what I anticipated. And I can walk around with integrity, feeling a little bit taller, a little bit stronger, a little bit better. So I really love this step. I love this prayer. Uh, I know it's all God's grace in my life. And on that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah M. Terry J., it's your turn, followed by Margaret D. Welcome, Terry. Thank you. Good morning. This is Terry J. in Michigan, uh, obsessive compulsive overeater. Thanking God for seeing a beautiful day, one more day. And thankful for everybody that has shared today on this step, uh, step seven. And um, asking God to have all of me, just have all of me, God. 
which is not sometimes pretty to me. And maybe not to God, but, you know, I don't get to make that decision and say whether it is or is not. Um, and just where I'm at today, just just for today, and it's always today, uh, I am still perplexed by my disease. I know I have it. I acknowledge that I have a disease, the disease of addiction, uh, is showing up in uh, the original drug of choice, which is food. I, I admit that far as I, back as I can remember, food has been what I turned to. I had a um, experience on last week, was really bothering me today, where I'm at really today is that I believe it's starting to affect my memory. Um, last week, I couldn't find my wallet. I misplaced things in my home. You know, I'm really careful with my things. I don't misplace them outside my house. And so I did find it. Grace be to God. You know, God told me. I know I'm in uh, constant contact with God because he told me exactly, and in my belief he is, that God is a male. Um, and where the wallet was, and I got it while it was intact. So I know I haven't lost this item, and this isn't my item. This belongs to somebody else. Uh, so I know I'll find it, but what all that is to say, the clutter, all the clutter that's around me and inside of me, these character defects that I have, you know, completely let God have them and have all of me, as this step says. And so that is in and of itself why I still struggle, because I haven't completely surrendered. You know, I have not completely surrendered. I'll make some steps forward, like the saying says, 10 steps forward, 12 backwards. Um, yeah, I'm, that's just where I'm at today. I just wanted to get it out of me. I do know sharing helps. I know outreach helps. I know that all these things that uh, the steps lead to, that this process leads to, thank you, that these, uh, that all this is necessary. Thanks for letting me share. I hope somebody understood what I said. Have a great day, folks. Thank you, Terry J. Margaret D., you've got about a minute on the clock. Please go ahead, Margaret. Yeah. Watch this. It's like staying back and watch. Oh, sorry. No. Um, thanks, Lynn, for all of your service. And thank you, everybody, for keep growing the way you keep growing in your spirituality. Um, my name is Margaret D. I am a recovered compulsive eater in Georgia. How this step has actually worked in my life, and as I listen, I, I realize more and more about where I came from which is really bizarre. Um, I don't any longer have experienced things as quote-unquote my, and I hear people talk about my perfectionism, my anger, my dishonesty. It's like for me these days, it's not mine any more than um, – the the idea that these are mine or that it is a, that it is me has been removed 
I'm not saying, what I am saying is, yes, I do experience dishonesty in myself. I do experience fear in myself. Um, I do experience sadness or whatever, but it's, it's not me anymore. Any more than like if I had, um, let me think, I know I only got about 30 seconds left here. Um, once my fingernails grow and they, they're cut, they're not a part of me anymore. It's not me. It's, it, was, it was a part, but it's not. And so if I start to experience dishonesty, the consciousness, and I wrap it up with this, the consciousness of the dishonesty comes to me and I can choose a different behavior in that moment. And so the character defect has actually been removed. I still experience it, but it's not mine anymore. I don't hang on to it. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Margaret D. Thank you to everyone who shared, and thank you to Team Thursday. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. This share ID for this morning's meeting, Thursday, April the 20th, 7 a.m. is 20180. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Martha Z, would you please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Good morning, Lynn. This is Martha Z. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from outside of Philadelphia. Good morning, my friends. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you. Until then.